tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Here we go. Yeah. We're talking about coming home tonight, guys. Home is a big, big theme tonight. Let's get this song going. Let's, I like, you know what? I like it. Let's enjoy this. If it was just an hour of dancing and you know? music, I would... I know, I wish you could sing for us. Sing, dance, try on the laugh. Maybe later, we have a whole hour. Exactly. <laughs> Let's warm up. There we go. Are you offered? Well, guys, <laughs> welcome to the Second Chance After Show right here on AfterBuzz TV. As always, my name is Ty Matthews. You can find me on Twitter, on Instagram, at Ty Matthews PMA. As always, my lovely and talented co-host. Who are you? Where can they find you? I'm Nikki Preston. You can find me on Facebook and Twitter at Nikki Preston TV and on Instagram at Nikki.Preston. I'm Jamie Banks, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at JamieBanks underscore. And I'm Stacey Santiago. You can find me on Twitter at Stacey, S-T-A-C-E-Y, Santiago. And it is exciting stuff in the studio. We have we are joined by a very, very special guest. See, normally it's it's us four. We're talking about the show, but we have a chance to be joined by someone very, very special. You know her as Alexa, the phenomenally talented Vanessa Lenges, everybody. Woo! Yeah! I should do my introduction. Hi. I'm Vanessa Well, where can they find you? You can find me in the AfterBuzz studio. You you can find me on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Everything is Little Lengies. Even Twitter, Instagram, Instagram. Snapchat. Make it easy. Perfect. Yeah. Exactly. It's just, it was my gamer handle when I was little. Was it? Yeah. I didn't know social media was going to be such a big thing. And I was like, oh gosh, I guess this is the one that's going to stick. What were you playing back then? Oh gosh. Um, I played Little Big Planet a lot. I played okay. uh, I played Laura Croft Tomb Raider a mm-hmm. lot. I played uh, I I loved PS2 games, um, Twisted Metal and Oh, so Twisted this is headset. Yeah, like, you are serious. And then it goes all the way back. I feel like I have it all categorized through the consoles. But then there you go. something happened in the last five years. Right. Mm. I just fell. I fell off. We'll like, talk about Twisted because Metal. Probably because I put my handle up on social media. <laughs> you know how much time it takes to be present of the. So you this, guys know. Yeah. this sure. headset Master with the mic must bring it. back memories. Then this whole headset and mic deal, you must. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's right. true. I don't know if I ever played any first-person <laughs> shooter games with the with mm-hmm. the headset, but I, I think I would have gotten into that. For okay. Sure. Well, guys, we will get into episode nine. When you have to go there, they have to take you in. These episode titles are getting longer and longer. (laughs) And I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure about this one. We'll get into that. But first, since we have you here, let's talk about your involvement with the show. How did that come about? What were your first kind of reactions, thoughts on the concept overall? I read the pilot in Mm. the summer. They had already filmed it, so I just got the script because they were looking to... I don't know what they were looking to do. When I got the the character, it was like a quirky, um, uptight, very smart assistant to Mary's character. And she had a lot of dialogue, and she was a nervous type of person. So I just went in there and spoke as fast as I could, and they loved it. And so that was great. And then I got the job, and I'm moving to Vancouver, and I'm joining the cast. And it all kind of happened really fast um, because we shot the show in Vancouver. That explains that. And and then I'm, I'm just... Mary's assistant and then all of a sudden I was telling you guys earlier Rand the show's creator wrote me about episode 9 and said there's a big surprise your character is actually 82 <laughs> and she was the first experiment of the of the regeneration process and then we actually filmed scenes that they put back in the show so my character mm-hmm. grew backwards. I don't know how to, don't know how to right. explain yeah. that. Because watching the show, everybody thought the old man in the scenes with you was your dad at first. Which mm-hmm. is so hot and weird, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> daddy, they seem. Oh, is that when you thought at first, or did you know when you started filming those scenes with him that, okay, this character is not my dad, this character is my husband? They wrote a scene where Alexa comes home from work, and she makes she makes a man a sandwich who's, who's much older than her. 
And so at that point, we, I still didn't know. So I was like, oh, so you're just getting to know Alexa's family. But that uh-huh. scene, they didn't film. They were like, we're going to get to it. We just need the location. We're looking on the location. I think the whole thing was a trick. I think it, it ran's a mastermind genius and just was like playing his game and then we only get to find out. Is it which hard? Which made it fun. Is it hard though, like as far as creating your character when you don't know what's going on or, or what emotions you should be playing? Was it more challenging, do you think, or is it better not knowing? I think I would have liked to know. Mm-hmm. I think I would have liked to know, but at the same time, I'm like, I love surprises. I love being. Um, being surprised, I guess that's, that's, <laughs> sure. that's a symptom of loving surprises. Sure. And so it, it all worked out, and I, it made it a little challenging and also um, new and fresh. And then I just got to realize that, like, this character was super in the moment all the time, and, and so was I playing her. And I had to just make sure that it all made sense, which was a mm-hmm. challenge, and I loved it. And, and, and honestly, I thought it was super badass that I get to be 82 year old with super strength gets to just kick ass which is <laughs> sure. and we've been you know we've been watching the evolution of this character from those first couple episodes where we just we just see these kind of neuroses when it comes to Mary and we yeah. see a very a very uptight you know none of us had expected that it would come to this uh, but let's talk about you you know you were talking to us a little bit before the show about how the character conceptually was a little bit different before you know uh, before you guys started filming and before you really got into it, what are some of the differences between the original concept and what we're seeing now from Alexa? Yeah, I think that I, I think I when I first got the script and all of my scenes at the beginning were um, just a very one one sided character. You have this this girl. She's she is she is excited. She loves her boss. She loves her job. She's obviously a nervous wreck most of the time. And it was fun. And I got to just play this character with heart and love. And, and so, so, so this character had heart. She was loyal. She was, she was nervous. She had anxiety and she was really good at her job. So she was smart. And so this is the character that I I conceived and I embodied and played. And then when you find out more, I got to kind of open these back doors and show a side of her vulnerability in a way that um, she's having to kind of have a battle inside of morals, her loyalty to Mary, and her, her you know, obviously undying love for her husband. Sure. Mm-hmm. Or daddy. <laughs> it works both ways. Um, yeah. How do you feel in real life? Because you're definitely torn in the show. Do you feel like it's good to do the wrong thing for the right reasons in in real life do you feel that way or hmm. yes in the way that I feel like a, a great lesson that I've learned this year is that it's so important to do something for yourself that makes you happy even though it seems like it might be the wrong thing for other people because in the end like you can't make somebody else happy if you're not happy so mm-hmm. in that way I think it is um, and so like there's a, there's a line there where in in not in the show but like in life it's like are you really hurting like how what's the hurt is it hurt at your at the expense of your happiness or like hurt at you know their expense and you you didn't need to do that so um as and in in the show i think that she just she she's in love with this man and she has been for many many mm-hmm. years and she really thinks that this is an opportunity where he can he can stay with her forever because she's going to be obviously alive for as long as the tank ex- exists. And then she accidentally falls in love with her job and her boss, and so it brings up this whole conflict. I think that uh, I think Alexa is a great person. Like I think she, I think she wants the best for everything, mm-hmm. I, everyone. And I don't think she likes Connor at all. But so she's in this predicament where she's like, well, this asshole, <laughs> kind of keeping me alive, and like will make sure my husband doesn't die. You're right. If you went against him, he might not let you in the tank anymore. Right. 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 Exactly. <laughs> uh, and that's one of those, you know, that's that's one of those kind of moral, morally ambiguous themes that keeps coming up, uh, that keeps recurring throughout this show. And I feel like that's that's kind of a perfect end point to talk about Alexa's relationship in George in this or with George in this episode. Because George, he's he starts, he seems like he's kind of starting to get second thoughts about this whole thing. He mentions that, you know, he's been reading about the Romans and he mentions that they had full lives because they knew that they would be over one day. You know, this idea that life means nothing without death. And so it kind of, it runs 
counterpoint to Alexa's, you know, just wanting to to grow with him and to die with him. What do we think about about his feelings on this? Yeah, no, I I felt like I know it would be hard for Alexa to listen to that because if I could, you know, keep a loved one alive forever, I would, but he's fine with with passing on and it is probably is the right thing to to let him pass on. So I I understand where he's coming from, but you know, I I wouldn't if I was in Alexa's position, I would do the same thing. Sure, Jane, yeah. what do you think? Um yeah, and especially now that Alexa can live forever as long as the tank is able to. I feel like she would really want him to stay because now if he dies, it would be even more hurtful to live another life without him. Yeah, and think about how awful dating would be for her. Like, yeah. by the way, I'm 82. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, that sounds, that sounds yeah. terrible. So she'll never age at this point, right? So, so, the, so the whole code, the genetic thing that Otto has made up, keeps you at your most optimal state. Yeah. Your okay. cells are like... are. Everything is optimized. Wow. Um, so no, she'll say the same perfect. Yeah. So in a way, so in a way, she, her character is being selfish in that you know if she wants Absolutely. him to stay and he doesn't want to stay, then it's like what she's gonna have to make that choice. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's like, would you if you if I could say you could live forever, but none of your family or, or loved ones could? Like, well, how would you? Right. Respond. I would not ask you. To live as well. Wow. Um, I I, I guess if I could keep making people, like if I could just keep reproducing and and building families every like 40 years or so, I don't know. That's that's a hard question. Yeah. Yeah. That's a very hard question because it's like, What's forever? Like, how how much longer is the world going to exist? How how much longer are we talking about? Yeah. You know, right? <laughs> exactly. Uh, is that another three hundred years is like w- my money going to work run out? I mean, it's like you know, it reminds me of like Twilight. Even though they're not technically human, they're alive forever and sure, exactly. <laughs> vampires and yeah, it's got to get boring at some point. <laughs> right. Yeah, you just exactly. get tired. Like, man, I'm tired of breathing. James, oh, yeah. please. Handle is still a little lengthy. Yeah. <laughs> Changes a big lengthy. So, so we find out we find out over the course of this episode that uh, Alexa was sort of Otto's first attempt at finding a suitable donor, as it were, to, to you know to cure to cure Mary. And when he finds out that uh, her DNA is twisted, I think that they they mm-hmm. that, that's how they say it, which is an interesting way to put it. Was that slang or was yeah. her DNA right. like actually like oh no she's different? I think yeah. it was like. Here comes a twist. Alexa's eighty-two, and the first to be this have this experiment on, mm. and then twisted, so she didn't come out right. Right, it, didn't, mm-hmm. it wasn't gonna cure the cancer. Right, and then you saw that slinky scene where I go into my tub and my spine is like, <laughs> yeah, what's up with that? Twisted. Mm. She's got some bad scoliosis going on. It just yeah. reminds me of Aladdin when Jazz is like trying to fake flirt with Jafar, and she's like, you're so. Twisted. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> Sorry. And so, yeah, so, and, so when Otto realizes that, he just kind of just chucks her off to the side. I right? know. Right? I can't believe that, though. I thought he had a little more heart than that, but apparently Yeah, not. I didn't like Otto in this episode. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm finding out things that make you a little less loving, than human. I'm loving Otto. I'm loving Otto. <laughs> I love it. I love it, too. I love it. It's so interesting. Um, and, so, and so, yeah, so it, it seems like Connor kind of found, literally found a the recycling it's like (laughs) put his cans on the corner Hmm, what's this that is so funny that was my joke from earlier she wasn't there yet you and me Um, Connor must have known Connor must have known what Otto was up to that's what I was thinking he was like oh sorry that didn't work I'll just take your trash out for you kind of thing sure that's weird Mm -hmm. and so yeah so now you know it's like you said before Alexa's kind of grown fond of Mary and knows that it'll break her heart you know this kind of pulling her away from Pritchard but Connor's trying to use that against her and and play auto against her and it's obviously working wonders yeah. um, so, yes, so even though I'm heartbroken I'm good right exactly exactly and yeah you can you can kind of see in that final scene where she's showing showing auto that footage you can see kind of the the heartbreak on you know on yeah. your your slasher face yeah it was I mean it was it was fun actually to have this come out in episode nine or I guess it came out in seven really mm-hmm. but it was fun because I really just um, I really just fell in love with with Mary who, who who's played by Dillshot who's just gorgeous mm-hmm. and kind and impeccable I just all of these amazing qualities so I and uh, and I love Athea from 
uh, Rules of Engagement. Oh, I, yeah. I did an episode of that with him, mm-hmm. actually. I've actually worked with him and with Aiden Canto before oh, okay. um, on Mixology. We did Mixology together. Anyways, mm-hmm. um, Blast from the Past. But I, but I got to, like, really love them as their characters, you know? And so that really ha- that really helped with the heartbreak of pr- of being the force behind ripping them apart. Right, yeah. <laughs> Britney Spears is up in here. Oh, that sounds clear. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> At first I thought that Alexa was so naive and just this young little girl, but now I can really tell that she seems like an older woman and a younger body, even in the way she talks and the way she acts, she seems like an older soul. I really <laughs> wanted to make, like after I found out, I really wanted to make it clear that with Mary and Otto, I was... Um, still hiding something like there was a mask on mm-hmm. and then and then with my husband yeah <laughs> <laughs> that'll never get old oh wait <laughs> uh, um, and it's interesting it's interesting that you bring that up team because you were talking to us off air about how the character originally was supposed to be a little bit more kind of period centric sort of more a little bit more kind of on the nose yeah you know they the the I, that's why i think either rand is just is just like pu- puppeteering from the back, and I have no idea. Or it was just an amazing magical coincidence. But when I got to Vancouver to start filming, and I had my first wardrobe fitting, we were kind of finding out what my character was going to look like. We picked this whole period ensemble, and and the hair was like pin, like kind of pinned up, and so and it just kind of worked. Now you know, knowing looking back on it, was she like a My Girl Friday kind of? Character like <laughs> I don't know. I don't Otto's know watching that, right. that video. See? Oh yeah, totally. I think of. Um, I'm gonna break you up. Of, see? I think of. Um, what's the What's the movie about the the hula hoop? Hot Tucker's Hot Tucker Proxy. Like I just got the numbers. Yes, you and I are the same, and you were just faster yeah. than me there. You were yeah. faster than me. I love uh, it. I love so, you guys. So we we talked about the manipulation of Otto. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about his relationship with Mary and how it seems to sort of be devolving a little bit. Yeah. You know, Mary has gotten so so attached to Jimmy to the point of you know giving him the Buick. Uh, like speaking twin speak to him that Ooh, I feel they was, burned up that was yeah. like unforgivable to me yeah. I'm like how are you going to speak twin speak to anyone but your twin you've known this guy for a couple months <laughs> I, know, I, know. I love how much you want to defend Otto it's okay. <laughs> you know he goes a little bit off the deep end but I love this guy I know during his breakdown we knew he was going to have a breakdown eventually and the second she started speaking yeah. twin speak to Jimmy I was like oh Otto's going to mm-hmm. find out about this and he's going to flip yeah. But see, Jimmy's giving her something Otto can't. First of all, Otto is her brother. As much as yeah. as much as they want to kiss, okay? I mean, they can. As, can, as but much as they want to kiss. Upon. Sorry. <laughs> it's like Jimmy is in a position to take care of her, where she's always mm-hmm. having to take care of Otto. You exactly. know, so maybe she likes being in the position of like, you know, she's being useful to someone. You know, to him, helping him in his cases, and it's like he's he's a man. Jimmy's yeah, a man. And it's driving me nuts how they won't admit that they like each other. Nothing will happen. <laughs> Yeah. Even finally, still, nine episodes in. Mary finally gave in a little bit and is like, I don't know if I want you to leave. Right. And, but so how do you guys feel? Like, I just want to know, just gauge mm-hmm. the situation. Knowing that he's actually an old man, how do you? How would you feel about that? See, this is something we've been talking about since episode one. Because I kissed, like... I kissed that guy when we filmed it, <gasps> and they didn't show it. No, right. no, different guy. <laughs> no, but I, I mean, if, if that guy knows how to use the internet and is watching this, I loved the scene. <laughs> but I doubt it. I don't think he has Wait, a Twitter which guy? handle. Your husband? My husband. George. My daddy. Okay, so you kissed daddy? Okay. Uh, how was but that? They, they didn't was... show it, and I just thought, oh, they didn't show it. Um, probably because it makes a lot of people uncomfortable. Mm. So I was mm-hmm. thinking, how do you guys feel about Mary and Pritchard together, even though he's technically and that's at that point yeah you got to think about what what takes more of a hand in creating someone's identity is it their Mm -hmm. physical makeup or their mental makeup because jimmy is still 75 years old Mm -hmm. but everyone's perfectly fine with him palling around with mary Mm -hmm. i think it's the physical because i'm like wow (laughs) jimmy yeah i'll definitely go for that (laughs) that wouldn't bother me if they had aired that scene it wouldn't have bothered me at all i mean quite frankly yeah this we see it all the time. We see older men and younger women exactly. all That's the time. True. It's That's so true. normal. I mean, I had a boyfriend who was 25 years older than me one right. time, and he was sexy. Gray hair and all, okay? <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. Gray chest hairs. <laughs> I love it. Also, um, your soul, maybe your soul doesn't age. So, yeah. And this is in Benjamin Buttons and some other yeah. movies, this is a common theme. So mm-hmm. maybe if 
our soul is just always our soul, then it's not so weird. It's just the physical aspect yeah. that makes it weird. Mm-hmm. And now that he's younger, it's less weird. I love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. So we're talking about souls. We're talking about bodies. <laughs> we're talking about a big theme that, that kept coming up in this episode is the theme of coming home and what your home is. You know, one mm-hmm. of the things that, that really jumped out of me is when when does your home become you know, not your home, and what kind of a toll does that take on you when you realize that? We saw that Albert Lin, you know, in his sort of, I guess I would call him unformed, it seems like. He seems kind of unformed. He, you know, snaps when he comes back to his different homes and realizes they're, you know, they're not his homes anymore. And we kind of see that same discomfort, not, I guess not the same, but a similar discomfort with Jimmy, how he's, you know, he's he's trying to figure out where his home is. You know, he can't Mm -hmm. stay with good ones, but... Duval kind of doesn't necessarily want yeah. him coming around. You know, he's sort of resi- you know resistant to the to the idea. Um, what are your guys' thoughts on this? Yeah, no, he was definitely a little bit lost, and I kind of felt bad for mm-hmm. Jimmy. He wanted to go home with Duval and kind of mend their relationship a little bit, mm-hmm. and he didn't really want Jimmy coming home. And then Mary's trying to play all cool and didn't offer him, you know, back home early on. So I, I felt really bad for him. Yeah, I think home is wherever the people you love are, you mm-hmm. know, because. I mean, for me personally, my the, my grandparents who raised me, they both recently passed away. And then when I go back to the house I was raised in, we're renting out the house now. It does, it feels like home, but it doesn't feel like home because they're not there, you know? So it's like, then when I go to my aunt's house, that feels like home because the people I love are there, you know? So yeah. it's, I think Good it's point. wherever the people are that you love that's home. Sure. Mm-hmm. Jamie, what do you think? That's sweet. That's interesting. Also, his home was ne- was moved. Yeah. And, yeah. But was <laughs> right. moved and then or now Helen's in it. So he probably just feels so lost. Right. And Jimmy's in this weird like recreation of yeah, his I home. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Right? That's, great. <laughs> yeah. That's a great set piece. Um, and so, yeah. And so we, we also, like I said, we get this kind of subplot of, of Albert Lynn going around and, and terrorizing and just really really severely messing mm-hmm. people up. Like, this was, like, yeah. the most grotesque we've gotten, I think, I, thus far. After the monster episode, I was like, whoa, like, this is bloody. And then this one, them? I was like, ooh. And then yeah. coming up, I mean, Does I'm like, worse? Worse? <laughs> yeah! Whoa. There's this one scene that happens in this glass box, and I'm like, I don't... Oh, man. I'm oh. like, you can't show me kissing an old man on TV, but you can show this. <laughs> There's something wrong. And Albert, yeah, he's, he's, they say he's skinning people. He's ripping the yeah. skin off. Oh. I was eating lunch when I watched it. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> <That's not cool>. <laughs> <laughs> I, I kind of close one eye. I'm like, I need to watch this, but I don't totally want to watch okay, this. funny, because I was pausing. I was like, okay, is that? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, she's close. How detailed are they getting this um, and so yeah so Jimmy and, and uh, Jimmy is kind of insisting on helping Duval with this case you know Duval's kind of back in this in this mindset of you know what you don't need to help me with all of this just do your own thing but I feel like Jimmy at this point now that he doesn't need to be a donor for Mary he feels kind of lost mm-hmm. and I think that's something that Mary shares you know she kind of she talks about this cancer project and how it's just going to run itself, how it just needs money. And so now she's insisting on helping Jimmy and Duval. Right. So it's like we've got Duval, then we've got Jimmy, or Jimmy wanting to help Duval, then we've got Mary wanting to help Jimmy yeah. and Duval, and nobody wants anyone yeah, else exactly. to help. It's a bunch of people who can't say what they really feel. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you love him. He loves you. Right. <laughs> you guys want to fight crime together. Sure. And <laughs> so, yeah. And so I think. true about humans. Right. Exactly. Yeah, Otto is the only one speaking his truth that's right now. I'm wondering with Otto though, like when he met with Connor, I feel like he was still being wise. He wasn't totally giving in to, you know, what Connor had to say. But you, Alexa, you have more of a pull or a pull with, with Otto, I think, because you really hurt him where Connor wasn't able to get the job done, basically. <gasps> oh, can we talk about the scene between Connor and Otto, by the way? Yes. <laughs> that, that, got, that went to a place I wasn't expecting. I'm like, oh. Connor likes Otto. Is he playing Otto? It's, he's, does he play both sides? What's happening here? Right. Mm-hmm. Like the scene where they touch hands. <laughs> I like, find him a sexual way, at least in my opinion, but I feel like he's really trying to like soothe Otto. He's really he, well. He knows exactly which buttons to push with Otto. Because <laughs> yeah. Otto is 
like, um, Albert, erase that last bit, please. Like, uh-huh. Do you remember? He was like, erase that last bit of video. Well, so they're, so they're, you know, they're playing this game, and and I think Connor knows how to get deep down into Otto's mm-hmm. mind. You know, he's saying, look. It's totally fine that Mary's in love with this Pritchard guy, just like really subtly setting these like mind traps mm-hmm. in Otto. And then you can see that kind of look on his face when he realizes what he's talking about. You didn't mm-hmm. think Connor was like making moves on Otto? No, what? not at all. I, I, I love where you're at. I, I didn't remember that. What, okay, first what, of all, what game every, were they playing? Because I just, I, I, have be a, right. I, have, I was wondering about that. I too. have a memory, mm-hmm. and I wish I could remember what game, because I'm pretty sure they're playing a real game uh-huh. that is very different. Difficult, like beyond it chess. It seemed very complex. And then I remember these two young kids coming in, and I was like, "Why?" Are, you know, they're probably filming some bloody scene. I'm like, "Why are the kids here?" <laughs> yeah. And they're like, "Oh, they're the champions, the world champions of this Whoa. game. They're, really? here, they're here to teach Athir uh, uh, and Aiden how to how to." You know, pretend like you look at them. That's look so like funny. you know how to play. I was so, so curious I think they were about like that. Tiny little kids, and they were just geniuses. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, they were awesome. I loved, I loved the Sorry, symbolism in the symbolism in that in that scene, whether it was intentional or not. Because Connor, who's trying to play it as if he's you know pure and stuff, is controlling the white pieces, while mm-hmm. while Otto is kind of obsessively fixating on the black pieces mm-hmm. as he kind of devolves into this villainous character. You're that, right. That could be complete speculation on my part. I like to read into things, guys. You yeah. dug deep there, but I like <laughs> that. That's like a total <laughs> symbolism and magic thing, which, you know, right? crosses over, which right? we'll talk about we later. We talk about yeah. magic, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, and so we, we see Otto just kind of slowly getting closer and closer to the edge. You know, mm-hmm. he, it's it's one of these things where if, if I can't have Mary, then nobody can, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, I mean, what do we what do we think would happen to Otto if Mary were to kind of go off and do her own thing with Jimmy? Do you think Otto would hurt Mary? Like, like you were kind of saying, if I can't have her, then I don't want anyone to have her. Or would he hurt the people that Mary loves? I guess extrapolated to a to a far enough extent. If he's got those tendencies, he I could see him doing mm-hmm. that. I could too. Yeah. I feel like it would be hard to even have friends if you were Mary. I right. feel like mm-hmm. she probably never had like a best girlfriend or anything like that. I could see her hurting him so she could free herself mm, yeah. you know like right. I, know. I think she well, it's so funny because I'm like looking and watching and listening and I know the answer <laughs> can you give us any hints or what can you tell um, us without, I, get, without getting too spoiled I was yeah. just to, about to give my opinion about what I thought would happen even though I know what does happen no let's go with so that yeah um I think I think that Mary's I think Otto would right like I think that he could be like, oh, nobody mm-hmm. could have her. Mm-hmm. If I can't have her, no one can have her. Um, so that I think that he has the he's he embodies that energy. And then, um, but I don't think she would. And then I think um, Alexa is probably the only friend Mary's ever had, and that's mm-hmm. how I justified having my job because okay. I was like, I kind of suck sometimes. Like, why? If you run this big company that's as big as Google or Apple, and you have this assistant who's crying all the time, like, <laughs> so like, I, 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 what's? Why is she around? Yeah, I always yeah. thought, oh yeah, because yeah. Mary needs a friend, like a right, exactly. friend. Yeah, and you know what? Like, they are such co- like the two twins. They're cold. They're very cold mm-hmm. emotionally. Yeah. and I think Alexa is probably a warm person, She's and like, Mary needs that. Not gonna shake yeah. Hand. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. and we and we got that moment. You know, we watched it uh, before the show where during that meeting Mary's just kind of slowly tuning out and she has this moment where she looks over to Alexa and Alexa's like really kind of concerned asks her if she's okay do that again do it again do it for us that was how I did it yeah Yeah. it was so subtle gotta make sure we can read the list I don't know if you if you caught it I did I caught that but it's that scene it was it was nice it read to me not as Alexa you know manipulating her but as genuinely no she loves her she totally does she totally does that was that was important to get across or else it's not or else you don't care exactly I'm kind of curious why they hired you though like me too. because they auto so you don't even know exactly because auto kind of threw you out to the side and I was just wondering if they were able to recognize you and be like oh she's alive Let, let's hire her if you didn't look like yourself and so no so yeah so um the way I understood it is that he had he created me 
and I didn't cure cancer, but I didn't look like this. So it was some kind of twisted <laughs> Albert Linney. And looking. exactly, that's how I kind of read it, as yeah. like Albert okay. Linney is in that same stage where he, you know, the, the drunk Lee, he, t- he talks about how he didn't have ears, and so it seems like he's progressing in this formation process. Right, and so, so that's Connor why. probably got some of the technology or some of the code and decided to make me me, and then was like, and I mean, Connor's just this mad scientist genius so Mm -hmm. he was like okay great I'll have her and she'll go work for Mary and then I'll get the more of the code and then I'll Mm -hmm. keep doing my evil bidding and I can use George to manipulate the situation right Mm. so Um, is without without obviously getting too spoilery because oh did I already spoil something no 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 no, but but we know that you know kind of the end game so what I'm curious what you guys think is is Connor's end game you know is he is he strictly out for revenge because Mary reneged on their deal about the merger now that she has this new lease on life. I don't think he's getting revenge. I think he's going for the goal he always had in mind. Like oh, the goal okay. was always maybe to take over their company or run their company. And then he saw another way when she wanted to merge. And now that she's cured, he's like, well, I got to find another way to get to my mm-hmm. end goal. So I don't think there's revenge. I think he's still pushing towards a goal he always had. Sure, I think sure. It's a little, I mean... Well, you know more than I do. So. No, I just feel, I just feel <laughs> just like, like if they were like hooking up now... I mean... Well, and we even we even see that shot of him, yeah. like, glowering after Mary tells him that, you know, the deal's off. He's His just, ego's he gotta says, be a little bit hurt about the Not if he's into auto. You know, I mean, <laughs> you're right, but he could be by. Yeah. So, this is true. This is true. it's still, you know... Uh, what do you guys think about Connor? I, th- I would agree with yeah. you, Stacey. Oh, sorry, Nikki. Oh, no, go ahead. Um, and also, maybe he also just wants power and money, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nikki? Yeah, no, I I do agree that he did always kind of have a plan, but I I do think he wants revenge as well. And I don't know about him. I'm like, he just makes me nervous. Every time I see him, oh, sure. I get scared. I, I think if he wants revenge, I think it's for something that happened in their backstory that we don't know about yet. Mm. Mm. That could be too. Yeah. yeah. So wait, so you guys do know that uh, that Mary and Connor... Yeah. 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 And they 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 mentioned that in this episode, Connor is kind of very scientifically breaking down, or Otto is rather scientifically breaking (laughs) down the relationship between Connor and Mary. So funny. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he realized it's interesting that that like he's not bothered by that at all because he knows it's strictly (laughs) strictly biz. How does Otto maybe Connor killed uh, cured her? Maybe he (laughs) 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 maybe their calculation cured her cancer. How do we know? It could be that. I feel like now it's like Connor's trying to get Otto. So he's like, how can I get Mary out of the picture? Like, now I'm on your ride. I'm like, yes. (laughs) Second chance is actually a love story between Otto and Connor. I'm sorry. That was the end game all along. Spoiler alert. (laughs) I love it. Oh, man. Season I'm just saying maybe Connor had magic body fluids that cured Mary and there I believe it. I believe it. I still I'm just I was about to say something so inappropriate. No, say it. No, No, I cannot. I think that is absolutely my brain is going (laughs) (laughs) I'm ready to see Jimmy. I still want to see see Jimmy and Mary. Like we're we're on the episode ten now. When are we gonna see something here? Such an arduous Ross and Rachel situation. Like just do it already. Even a kiss, we haven't nothing that's yet. That's what I right? see. I see. That's what I say when Otto and Mary are in a scene together. <laughs> I kiss already. <laughs> you guys I are creeping me it. out. Just kiss already. <laughs> they do stand very close to each other. Too close. I'm like, I know you got to be close on, you know, on do camera. Do you guys have but... twins? No, nobody's no twins. No, okay. no. Twins. I'm an only child, so I have no idea. But I'm sure if I had a twin, I'd be like, oh my god, we look well, exactly the same. But obviously, there are other kinds. I'm of an twins, only child too. That is exactly that's what, what is. I'm feeling. <laughs> Yeah. Meant to be. Yeah. No, I am not a twin or anything, but I have a brother. He's three years younger than me, and people think we're dating sometimes, oh, as weird, weird as that is, because we're so super close and we stand next to each other, like super close. And <laughs> I, I don't know, that's the closest I come. Yeah, I, knew, twin, I, definitely I knew a couple. Yeah. I, I knew a couple a couple years ago that looked identical to each other. Like they looked just. Oh no, way. and they were together. Yeah, exactly. Ooh. They were together. Oh, wow. it was the that's, other that's, side of that's, that. that's weird. That was weird. But you love yourself, right? Like you gotta. Of course. You must. She must. They must. Sure, you know. Sure. If you're 
uh, with uh, the person who looks like yeah. yeah, on a totally unrelated note, I was mm-hmm. sitting across the subway one time from a white girl who looked just like me, and we kept staring at each other because I think she knew too. We were like, we just kept staring. It was like a mirror, <laughs> so only we were opposite. That's yeah. how I feel yeah. right now. That's so weird. It was very strange. We were just like, oh my God. <laughs> but, um, How can this be? <laughs> let's, you know, we we didn't see too much of her, but let's talk a little bit about Gracie's part mm-hmm. in this oh, episode. Yeah. Oh. You know, Jimmy kind of happens across her and Garrett having a date at Pang's, and mm-hmm. we know what happened the last time Jimmy saw them together and what he threatened mm-hmm. to do. What do we think about Garrett? It seems like it seems like he's kind of genuinely a good guy. And they you just predicted sort of got off right. You but, predicted he would be right, be right? back, and you were right. What do we think? Yeah, no, I do think he's a good guy because you really saw at the booth, like, he wanted to take her out, you know, to lunch and he was being sweeter with her and and he sincerely seemed like he was apologizing for drinking and shooting and I do feel like he's a good guy, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't trust him. You don't trust him? You so. know? Because they were, they were, they had a platter of beer coming to them All that Jimmy had to say. Exactly. Right. <laughs> okay, maybe not. But is it just, you know, young kid, he's it's, 20, you know. Yeah. We all drink. Well, I can't speak for everyone, but you drank a little bit in college, I'm sure, when you're 19, 20. <laughs> I, think, I think he's a hoodlum. He's a hoodlum, <laughs> I think right? he's up to no good. He's a thug. Get him out of here. Get him out of here. He's a thug. No. Right, <laughs> right, right. But I love, I love that, that role of kind of protective uncle that Jimmy mm-hmm. assumes. You know, he, he knows that she's kind of going through this rebellious teen phase, but he also knows that, that she's good deep down, and mm-hmm. so he kind of compromises with her and s- sits in on the date with them, which I like, have been weird. Yeah, I like that. I like his reaction to it. I think he yeah. was kind of like, okay, she's going to do what she wants to do behind her back or in front of her faces, but she's going to do it, so let's find a way to deal with it. I this. feel like that's my favorite part of Second Chance. Uh, like, when we talk about the show and it's there's crimes and there's, you know, romance, but I just love the idea of a, a, a man getting a second chance at the relationship mm-hmm. with his family. Mm-hmm. Because while we're doing it, Sometimes you get blind to things or you say something you don't mean and, and to really remember to really know the the to have that perspective and to go back and try again is just I, I that's the most appealing part of the show to me as a viewer. Yeah, absolutely. I love I love the the opportunity to, to, to be a grandfather, to be a better father to your son, to try to, you know, make up for mistakes that you made because like families you were saying family is where is where the home is it's mm-hmm. it's the most important sure and i think yeah thematically that's obviously one of the top recurring themes throughout the show and mary even has a line that kind of speaks to that where she says you know i never thought i'd have to figure out what to do with the rest of my life mm. because she's getting a second chance as well right. yeah. you know now that the cancer's gone she's she has a chance to do all of these things that she didn't think that she would be able to do wouldn't it be cool if we could just think like that I know. right like right now be like wow we just found out that we're not gonna die right what mm-hmm. kind of life do we want like, what would you do yeah oh, exactly man, i'd probably just mm-hmm. do the exact same thing i'm doing <laughs> yeah, yeah or would you be lazier because you're like oh i got all the time in the totally. world yeah. i don't need right. to get anything well, and, that, and and that sort of speaks to george's philosophy where you know he's he's kind of of this this mindset that life is only worth living because you know it's going to end right. one day mm-hmm. and That's so true. it's it's, we're getting deep, guys. Guys, it gets after ex- existential. <laughs> it gets existential here. Um, yeah, that was one of the things I wanted to ask you just about about the show. What do you think are some of the things that the show is doing that other shows maybe aren't doing right now? I think that we're we're getting there. That it's not becoming this procedural show right, right now. Right. We just started. It's like no, this every single character is actually now intertwined with each other, and this is how the show is going to carry on the next two episodes. And I lo- and I love that. And and I think, um, I, I mean, obviously, I don't know other shows where I've I've never heard of an actress getting to play an eighty two year old. Yeah, right. So and looking I so wonderful like, at eighty two. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I, I actually never thought about that they that I must be the optimal like is that optimal the prime. Yeah, exactly. I was like I, I'm gonna sit with that That's and really like, be happy about yeah. that for a right. second like thank you even <laughs> your tank too you got more of like a hot tub I get the, you got yeah. the cool That's one like the you think so yeah. I was like what's in this tank you, you got a kiddie pool you guys can I just say filming that scene not only did I have to be butt naked which is already just in case you you can put yourselves in no that mindset. No pasties or anything? Sure. Nothing? Uh, cover? No, I couldn't have pasties because I actually had to go underwater. Okay. And then I had to make sure that my arm covered the things you shouldn't see mm-hmm. and that my leg covered the things you shouldn't see, right? <laughs> and so, and then, I don't know if any of you have tried to stay underwater 
Like, do you ever think when when oh. I was watching it, you don't. You float. Human mm -hmm. people right, float, right. But, but apparently, people who are brought back to life don't float. So <laughs> I had to get in this tank, and then there was like a plastic plexiglass at the bottom of the water, and mm. I had to like figure out how to get my hand and my foot and then and make the perfect pose so that I looked twisted in the spine with all of my bits covered and hold on and be underwater and hold and your breath and hold my breath guys peak difficulty of my acting career <laughs> I will just say that so for that how, is how, all for the, how long did you have to hold your breath the dances and the bruises and um just until they said cut how long is that though that could uh, be I don't know it was, it was oh. it was kind of that thing where you're like you can't let air out. You, you know, oh, you're just like, you're trying to be as still as That would have freaked me out. <laughs> that would have freaked me out. Let me tell you what. I had my, my, my body fat measured by dunking in like a tub and you have to like stay underwater. That and hold awful. Was, Why would you do that awful. to yourself? It was that terrible. The worst. And, I, and, I was to, and I had to stay under way. until she said like, come up, you know? Oh, and it's wow. like, I had to let all the air out of my body and then just hold there. And I was like, I'm going to drown. I'm going to drown in a foot of water here. I'm going to drown. That, so, I would have not been able to do that. Yeah, scene. how long? How long did it take to shoot that scene? Um, I I, I mentioned you guys. My aunt was there right. for yeah. the movie that day. Awkward, but she's so lovely. I like, think. Oh, she's seen it all. Oh yeah, she's right. Not. She was like, I wiped her butt when you were a baby. You're fine. Um, At least it wasn't your uncle. And at that least I didn't have her do it that day, right? That would have been weird. So getting so weird. Okay, this wait. What was the question? Guys. I had kind of, like. Plus how long did it take to shoot the scene? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how it it was a whole morning. I don't remember. Was it, was it warm water? Was the it water was, comfortable? It was beautiful. It That's was good. like, it was a hot tub. But yeah, it does It does seem like that tank is a little bit more streamlined. Yeah. than like Because like, Jimmy's is very angular. It does yeah. look like a giant fish tank. Like it he's does. like yeah. he's joking, like, joking about with the realtor. Mm. <laughs> so, so the weird thing about Jimmy's tank is when they did the first the first ones, he had to go underwater. Mm -hmm. And he's. He's not the most comfortable swimmer I've heard. <laughs> um, and then, so he could never have done what I, you know, just like, sure. Um, just talking myself up. And then, no, but afterwards they did. They put him in a, um, a, a glass box and did it with air, like fans really? and stuff. So oh, interesting. Yeah. So I don't know how they did that, but mm. so eventually they stopped using water and they just digitally put in the water. And you were asking me about mm. all the technology. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. all done after. Uh -huh. So I'm like. I'm doing all nothing. of that fancy looking glass technology. <laughs> and then somebody makes me look really smart and efficient. Afterwards. That is so and mean. thank you to that person because I'm sure they are watching. That's just yeah, it's kind of stuff you see in like Minority Report where they're just like, boop, 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 mm -hmm. and just. There was there, I think it was a theory who, who filmed the scene and was like, boop 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 boop, and they're they're like, you're, you're making the. Was he making the noises? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that it could have been so, me. That makes me I, so it would bad. be a thing that I would do that blame blame him for something embarrassing <laughs> that I did. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think you know what we're we're getting. The egg. I could talk about this. Let's do another long. hour. Right, <laughs> let's go. Mark, set us up for another hour. We haven't hit an hour yet. I know, yeah, right? We've got a couple minutes. Yeah. But, but we've we've <laughs> talked about the episode. We've talked about everyone. So that means it's time for my favorite part of the show. Let's get into some predictions, guys. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> you didn't tell me about this one. <laughs> Oh, so good. I love it. Every time. Every time. I'm never going to like that less. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Who are we going to start with? Who are we going to start with? Jamie, let's start with you. One prediction I have is that the police will find out about Lynn or figure out that he's a superhuman monster. Mm -hmm. And then it'll sort of start this drama between um, the Goodwins or maybe they'll just start to figure out that this is happening. Right. Oh, one thing, and, and it's I, I'm glad that you brought that up, because of course, as soon as we get into predictions, I think about one element of the episode we didn't talk about, and that's Gloria getting the axe, oh, yeah. getting straight up GTA'd, hit and mm -hmm. run. Um, what do we think, because uh, she was kind of the only one that knew about this weird quality of the blood, so do you think mm -hmm. that... By finding out about Lynn, do you think they're going to find out about his nature or what he is? Yeah, mm. I think so. I think they're going to figure out something is off there, and then it'll just create a bunch of drama, and okay. and the Goodwins will have to protect Jimmy or something like that. Do you think that's going to come about because someone at Looking Glass spills the beans? Uh, I no, maybe somebody else will find out. Okay. Or or the monster will come back, and then they'll f see him. 
Okay. Or something like that. All right. Nikki, what do you think? What are your predictions? I'm thinking maybe somehow Connor is going to set up Looking Glass and make them be the ones that created this monster. And, like, you know, they're the ones that want to create all, all this damage and, ah, and, and, and get them in trouble. And maybe it'll actually bring Otto and Mary and everyone together because they're, they're going to have to work together to kind of get rid of Connor and maybe even get rid of Alexa, too. Right. <laughs> I don't get to play this game. <laughs> Stacey, what do you think? I predict that there are more of them, of those discarded, um, resurrected people out there. Right, right, like, right. Like, if not alive, I, I predict that they're going to find them, like, in a landfill Sure. <laughs> Guys, spoiler alert, if you've seen The Prestige, that magic movie from 2006, but it'll be kind of like, have, you got, have any of you guys ever seen that? Mm-mm. The Prestige? Um, no? Have I have. I'm you trying know? to think of what you're, where you're going with the, this. The scene at the very, very, very end, I'm very sorry, it's been out oh, since 2006. Oh, yes, yes, yes. All of the- spoiler alert. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> you scared me. I was like, Thank you, Mark. <laughs> Thank you, Mark. Yeah, fast forward, like, 30 seconds if you don't want The Prestige. Spoiled for you. Um, but yeah, you know, it's a, yes. a whole bunch of tanks filled with different Hugh Jackmans. And that's that's exactly, that's, I, I see the exact same visual, just a bunch of bodies floating, bobbing up and down in these tanks. Mm-hmm. I picture just like zomb- like a zombie apocalypse of all of these <laughs> brought back from the dead, but beautiful young Gorgeous, <laughs> optimal, yeah, exactly. Uh, so that's what you think we're, we're going to see? I think there's more. I think there's more. Interesting. Either alive or not alive, but I think there's more. Right. So what kind of consequences do you think that'll have? Wow. Well, I haven't predicted that far ahead. <laughs> <laughs> that's a trap like this Are, are they gonna, far. good or bad? Like, how come Alexa, you're good, and then some are bad? You know, who knows? Oh, I don't think the one from last night was bad, though. I think he was just confused. <laughs> so you think oh. that's what was more confused? Yeah. Than- Albert? I think yeah, he that might be the reformation process. Like might brain kind of, damage. It might bring out I, these I violent tendencies. I don't think tendencies. he's bad. I think he just wanted his. Home. Yeah, exactly. And when he saw that it wasn't his home anymore, yeah. he snaps and skins people, yeah. as you do. Right. That must <laughs> have been in there deep yeah. somewhere. I don't think that comes from a brain. <laughs> right. It's exactly. like being you had to have that already. Yeah, yeah. it's like yeah. it's like the Incredible Hulk can never kill people because it wasn't part of of Bruce, of Banner. Bruce Banner. I want to say David Banner from the TV show, but Bruce Banner's or the makeup. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he looked like the Hulk a little bit. The way he was kind of like walking, sure. like a, a, a weird Hulk. I don't know. He's a famous fighter. Is he? Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, you were talking about yeah, his cauliflower ears. Yeah, yeah. His cauliflower ears. He's a great guy. He's a famous fighter who, of course, I can't remember. <laughs> He's probably watching this too. My my fake my fake husband, uh, the, the famous fighter, and the post production people from Second right exactly are all watching, if they're all right watching after and they hate me. Awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's you know we we find out that he's much stronger than Jimmy. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if during the reformation process, if they're ultra strong and that that kind of gets dialed back as they take on these more you know elegant features, mm-hmm. or maybe they all take on different. Uh, traits, you know, maybe like oh, maybe sure. some come out stronger and less intelligent. Maybe some come out come out and more intelligent and less strong. Yeah. And stronger. Yeah, and stronger. Yeah, because just that. because I'm bratty and I need yeah. to be strong. Maybe they're like X Men. Maybe they all have different. You know, that would be such yeah. a great second season. Interesting, mm-hmm. right? The X Men. Uh, well, because didn't you say too originally you were just supposed to be the brainy one? You you know? Oh, I don't want to don't want to no, spoil. No, things that's up. okay. I I can say. Um, uh, Rand told me that I was also um, brought back to life, and he's and I said, "Oh, great! So I'm super strong. That's that's awesome. Right. I can't wait." And he was like, "No, no, no! You're super smart." And I was like, "Say again? <laughs> no, you're super strong." Like, no, Rand, I have to be super strong. He's. I was. It was a total bratty moment where I was like, "I want to be super strong too. I'm a big, big girl." And uh, and and then he wrote me super strong. So <laughs> I think that's. That's as that's interesting because you know people don't expect female to have that you know physical strength like the guys. Mm-hmm. So I think that's very interesting. I think so too. And yeah, also, sure. just as an actress, I was like, "Come on, I want right? to hold some somebody up by <laughs> not, like without you know trying." <laughs> exactly. And I and I do. That's good. Uh, there you go. Okay. Yeah. So, in as far as predictions go, and let's see, I. I'm thinking Otto's not going to make it to the end of the season. Mm. That's why I'm going to go super far out there. I think Otto's going to go into super crazy supervillain mode up until the very, very end, and he's going to somehow sacrifice himself for Mary or maybe even Jimmy. 
Wow. Hmm. That's what I'm thinking. I don't know if he's, I like that. I don't know uh, if, I hope he doesn't go I that think, far. I, I think he's going to, I think he's going to come around at the very, very last second, but it's just going to be too late. He's going to sacrifice himself wow. for his, his sister's benefit. Mm-hmm. That's where I think this is going. If I can est- extrapolate this super far, I think we're <laughs> going to see the worst of him and then the best of him. Mm-hmm. And this was the first episode too, where it wasn't like, okay, they, they cracked the case right away. It was solved. Like they still aren't sure about, about what's going on. And yeah. it's going to be continued. I'm so excited to see we saw, next episode. Yeah, we saw at the end of that fight scene between between Jimmy and Albert at at Magicland that it's not the bureau that takes him. It's mm-hmm. you know it's Connor's henchmen mm-hmm. that shoot him with these trank darts and vanish him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they didn't they didn't solve the case this time. They didn't get him. Right? So yeah, this is the first time it happened. So I'm really excited to see the next episode. Oh man, <laughs> make so, the lights go again, Mark. <laughs> Mark, can we get the dumb, 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 can we get dumb. the lights? Can we get some some wacky Dario Quinto lights? Yes. There we go. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. Well, guys, I could talk about this for mm-hmm. hours and hours, but sadly, we are out of time. So, Alexa, what what kind of stuff have you got coming up? What can <laughs> like people look at? Look for, that's when I know. Oh, oh, no, awesome. that's when I know I'm doing a good job. Yeah. I made Vanessa. you. Be- I made you believe. I'm that close, Vanessa. <laughs> That's okay. What have you Vanessa, got coming up that Alexa. people can, can look out for? Um, well, the end of Second Chance, mm. and I did. Um, I'm doing a voice. In a new Lego Star Wars anime. Oh, fun! Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, so that's really. Exciting. Can you tell us which one? Or um, it is. Uh, I don't think I can. Okay. I, I'm here. Let me put it this way. I'm not sure if I can. Okay. So I'll so err on the not. side of not. Probably Because I want to keep my job. Right, right, right. And you have a background in voices too, didn't you? Do I did preschool. That, that's how I, I how I started working in the industry was I I was doing the voices of cartoons. Look at that. Which ones? Which ones? Um, I did a voice on Arthur, uh, Caillou, the Little Lulu show, a lot of things that was like, oh my gosh. I don't want to put you on this spot. 20 years ago. Can you do one? Can you do a voice? I don't want to put you on the spot, but like a sentence. (laughs) (laughs) Can I do like a different voice than my own voice? I think my own voice is weird enough. Um, Yeah, I... um, I just wanted to tell you that um, I'm really excited that you had me on the show because <laughs> I, um, I, I saw you guys all on Twitter and I thought you were funny and nice and it's been really great hanging out with you. Oh, oh, I thank love you. It. Thank I you. love it. Also, can we get a shot of that phone case? Because that, <laughs> that is phenomenal. Uh, but thank you so much. As she said, you can find her on Twitter, on Instagram, at Little Engies, right? That's right. <laughs> all right. But before, I think we should all like tag out in different voices. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> right. Do it, do it, do it. No. Just try. Where can they, where can they find you guys? I'm going to try. I'm Nikki Preston. <laughs> I'm not going to Do it. Get it. All you, right. can, you can find me at Nikki Preston TV. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jamie Vicks, and you can find me on Twitter. That's your regular boy. Instagram at Jamie Vicks. Yeah, I'm Stacy. I'm Stacy Santiago, and you can find me at Stacy Santiago on Twitter, S T A C E Y. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Time Matthews PMA, as well as various other aftershows. Yes! Like the Magicians, Monday Night Raw, and the Underground. You sound like that a wrestler. That. That, really? was <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome! That was awesome! Guys, thank you so, so much for tuning in. Remember, if you're on iTunes, download, rate, review, subscribe, five stars if you're nasty, all that good stuff. If you're on YouTube, leave us a thumbs up, comment. We want to hear from you because we love talking about Second Chance. But we'll be right back here, same bad time, same bad channel next week, talking episode 10. This season's just flying wow. by, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Vanessa, thank you so, so thank much for joining you. us. Thank you. It was an absolute coming blast. In. So fun. Remember to tune in next week, 7 p.m., Sunday night, talking about the next episode of Second Chance. But until then, guys, Take a chance. Peace. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.